The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. Well, I kind of feel like uh, standing up and clapping or congratulating everybody for getting through this morning. For some reason, for me, it was challenging to sit this morning. I've had a lot of monkey mind and I never really can tell, but as I look around the room, it did feel like it might have been challenging for for some of you anyways. So, um, yeah, what happens when I when I sit up here and look out um, at all of you, I do feel a, a big kind of rush of appreciation because it's really not that easy a lot of the time, so... Um, I sat up here thinking, uh, what can I share that can support your practice? Um, and what came up for me was um, how to keep it simple, how to make this practice simple, um, because it's not easy. So what can we do to kind of um, trim off excess <clears throat> having to do things or figuring things out or anything extra in our practice that's not uh, supporting us? So I read something this morning, and um, it was from Ajahn Sumedho, uh, and I've never met him or practiced with him, but um, he's a very well-respected monk in our tradition. And it was one line, it was about wisdom, and it says something like, wisdom doesn't come from figuring out or analyzing complicated theories or philosophies. Wisdom comes from observing the ordinary. And it just stuck with me because I feel like that's a big part of our practice. It's what we're doing here, sitting on the cushion in our formal practice is observing the ordinary, is observing something as ordinary as the breath or whatever your object is. And um, all the stuff that comes up around trying to keep our minds steady around something that's not that exciting, something that's pretty neutral, it is ordinary, every in-breath and out-breath, there's not a lot going on. And the difficulty of our of our conditioning to slow down enough to be okay with just staying with something so ordinary as the breath, Um, to stay with um, the mind and watching it try and grasp onto something a little more exciting or juicy or busy, things that we're used to doing, planning or fantasy or figuring something out or whatever it is that keeps us occupied most of the time, that it's really um, pretty challenging to stay with the ordinary or the simple or what we might call boring um, at times. So what helps? Um, What helps for you to keep coming back in a kind way, in a non-judgmental way every time we see our minds do what they do, to hold are patterns that aren't always so helpful and sometimes actually quite painful to witness and see through. Um, 
what helps us let go of those things and return to the breath or return to something so ordinary. And um, I don't know what helps each one of you. I really think that's something beautiful with this practice is we do have to figure it out for ourselves. We do have to see what are the things that nourish us and what are the things that help support us in this practice. And for me, sometimes it really is... um, It's moments of gratitude and appreciation that I have a place like this to come to (laughs) where we can kind of have this community of knowing that everybody is kind of going through the same thing. As as much as I didn't want to sit with my mind this morning, it was a lot of monkey mind and uh, not very settled. Um, You know, there was a time in practice when I really wished I had somebody else's mind, Um, somebody calmer, (laughs) somebody more settled. And then I realized, you know, their mind's going to be the same. <laughs> we go through periods of calm, but their mind's going to be the same as my mind. It's just going to be a different set of neuroses that I'd have to deal with and get to know. And honestly, I'm getting to know mine better, so I'd rather stick with my own at this point. Um, but it is pretty, um, you know, kind of supportive to come to a place like this and know that, um, you know, that everybody else's struggles may be a little different in their own way but um, it really is kind of beautiful to, to see that commun- community and effort all in one room. Um, and I'm really deeply grateful for that because there was a couple of moments in this last week where I really felt that um, I, I, didn't, I couldn't access gratitude. And, and I'm sharing this because um, I've, I felt like I've practiced so much and I really feel like um, on some deep level, I really do feel like when I see a lot of suffering, I, I, I can meet it with some level of compassion. But this week I had to sit with a friend of mine in a, in a clinic in San Francisco, and she's got this public health care. Um, so basically everybody in that clinic um, looked like they were homeless. And... Um, walking in there, and I haven't been in that kind of environment in a long time, was really uh, challenging for me and shocking to see. Uh, there must have been 50 people waiting to be seen, and I knew she was going to be probably on the end of that 50 people um, to have to sit there and wait with various stages of um, sickness, not just only physical but mental and um, I saw that and I felt fear. I felt very separate. And I felt this self-preservation instinct kick in in such a strong way. Um, I wanted to preserve my health. I felt like, oh my God, if there's any germ, bacteria, infection, it's in this room. (laughs) And I felt like every breath I took, um, I'm going to, you know, it just kicked in and it was just really potent and I really felt like this, oh my God, this is not meeting this experience with a lot of compassion. And it was a little surprising for me, and it was also a little bit humbling and a little bit like sobering, meaning my practice isn't going to always look like I wanted it to look. Like I wasn't like beaming with love and support for everybody in that room. It was just challenging for me. And I know that, like, I've sat, 
um, with people that are dying in a hospice ward in very similar conditions, but I haven't been there in a year or longer. And it was just that I wasn't used to. It was just a shock in so many ways. And reflecting on that, like, oh, it didn't feel so good not to be able to meet meet that suffering, that level of suffering. Um, and all I could do was sit there and look at every person that walked by and know some deep down there person just like me. And right now, I'm not feeling all that whatever that I feel like, you know, somewhere I should be able to access. So... I guess I say that in some ways to offer this bit of the place I could offer compassion for myself and and I think that's where the practice was, was like, that's okay. In that condition, all I could do was sit with my friend for three hours and know she was in pain and know that she also wasn't that comfortable being there. And that's okay. It's not always going to come blowing out of me. <laughs> and... Just as I think we are met with so many um, demands and difficult situations where a morning like this can be really demanding and challenging, that the point of practice for many of us is where we can offer that it's okay. It's enough just to be here. It's enough just this breath. It's enough... Can we offer that to ourselves? That's what kept coming up in this practice this morning, sitting with my monkey mind, was it's enough to be with this breath. It's enough that I didn't prepare a talk last night because I had a very busy day. It's enough that I can pull from that place, that place that is just accessible to me in that moment. Can we be with the ordinary? Can we be with what we meet? Um, And can we offer some, whatever it is, kindness or acceptance that that's okay, you know, wherever our practice looks like for us in that moment. That's the place I feel like is the most helpful to meet that. With some level of simplicity, we don't have to do a whole lot. Um, and I think there's really a tremendous amount of of beauty in something so simple and something um, because I think that's the point where we can really access give ourselves the opportunity uh, not to have to do more than what we can in that moment and I think um, from there you know that conditions the next moment and I think it's from that point that we are able to see uh, what's actually happening for us when we can relax into be okay with wherever we, we see our struggle, wherever we meet that. So anyways, I'm really again grateful for everybody's practice and I know there's a couple of um, beginning practitioners here and if there's anything uh, that came up in this morning that you have a question about I'm happy to answer that um, go over some basic instruction again with you so